Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Old Brother, a podcast about Salford slash Manchester's legendary and much-missed musical institution, The Fall. Each week we invite along a guest to chat about their experiences and members of the group. We consist of me, Paul Hanley, and my brother Steve, who, as you probably know, was a member of The Fall for 20 years. You can find us at all the usual suspects, but we're hosted at play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash old brother. In episode two, we'll be speaking to DJ and musician Eleanor Kulu, who has played with the groups Nohinoshi and You, and is also a member of Berlin-based artistic cooperative Honeysuckle Company. She was also, of course, a key member of The Fall between 2001 and 2016. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, this is the latest episode of the Old Brother podcast, podcast about the fall and the various things that have grown out of the fall. Uh, we're delighted this evening to be joined by Eleni Hulu, who was a member of the fall for 14 years, I think. I think it was 14 years. I'm sure she'll correct me. And recently, exib- uh, recently exhibited at the ICA and done all kinds of interesting things since her time in the fall and before, but I'm sure we'll get to that as well. So without further ado, good evening, Eleni. Are you well? Good evening. Hi. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Steve. Yes, I'm very well. Thank you for asking. How are you? Very well, thank you. Yes, and how has lockdown treated you? Well, you know, our lockdown wasn't as strict as yours maybe in the beginning because we could leave the house uh, multiple times a day. Yeah. But as you know, from being a touring musician, it was a very big change. Of course. Not being able to work and having to do my radio shows from home instead of being in the studio with friends and um, other people. It was very, very strange. How was it for you? It was very odd. I mean, I I used to work in an office uh, and since lockdown, I've been in, I've been working from, I've been been doing everything from home for the last two years. (laughs) So it has been very odd. Um, Very, very odd. Yeah. Of course, no gigs or anything, of course. So. No, no so- gigs. No gigs, we missed all that. Slowly, slowly we're getting back to so. some. Yeah, let's hope so. So, the, the exhibition you had at the ICA, was that just before lockdown? How long ago before that? Then? Was it Nohi Noshi? Was that a long time before lockdown? Yeah, it was Nohi Noshi. Yeah, it was just before lockdown and it closed in January 2020. So, oh, you were lucky just, there then. Just, just lucky there. Very lucky to have been there in London. I'm actually here with Peter, who is part of Nohi Noshi. Yeah. We're doing this thing here together in Athens. We've been invited by an artist run space called 3137. Okay. To, to do a concert and a bit of a you know, exhibition, because it's 200 years of Greek independence. And Peter and I have been working together for over 28 years now, nearly yeah. 30 right. years. And uh, he has a artist group, Honeysuckle Company. So, yeah, we've been doing this a long, long, long time. Wow. 
Do you keep busy then? Family. Have, yeah, I have about 12 bands, I would say. A lot of my old friends, but also uh, new friends. I just while I'm here, we've started another band with a with a, uh, techno artist here called Sing okay. But what about you? What are you doing now that things are opening up again? Well, uh, the, I think the Extricated are going to start playing. Well, I know the Extricated are starting playing again. In, we've got a gig in September. I'm not sure what will happen after that because there's not we've not had a lot planned, to be honest. But we'll have to no. see, won't we? I think in Germany we'll go back into lockdown. So we haven't had normal gigs. Everything I've done was out outdoors. So yeah. I did a gig with the girl right. called um, Dahlia or Dice. Okay. And we played in in an artist colony in Berlin in the forest. So things like that we can do, but we don't really have indoor gigs as such in Berlin. Wow. And also here in Athens, it's really warm. So everything is outside. So we do our show outside. But I don't know what's going to happen in the winter. Right. No, of course, yeah. I don't think it's. The, I don't think the weather in Essen in December is going to be suitable for outside gigs, do you? <laughs> oh no. Well, we'll have to do Zoom meetings again. But yeah. That's it. Yeah. But people often ask me, "Oh, how would Mark find this?" You know? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he didn't use computers, and it's hard to say. It's hard to say. It is. So I'm glad you brought that up because I know you'd rather much rather talk about what you're up to now, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to hold you to talking about the fall, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm throwing you a bone there. Yes. <laughs> so you joined September 2002, is that right? I know the first time I was in the studio with Mark was 1997. Oh. I think. And we worked on a song. I had to write the lyrics. And I think it was about you because it was called Old Gang. Ah. Oh, yeah. Somebody else who was on that, I think. I was on that, yeah. Yes. So yeah. when was that then? I don't know. I think the studio was in... Sorry, I'm having a bit of Greek salad. <laughs> Mark would love it. Mark loves Greek food now. I'm really sad that she cannot eat anything anymore. That's all right. So, yeah, so... I think, I think it was... God, I think it was May. But I'm not sure, honestly... I don't know the date anymore, but it was in a studio in, in Primrose Hill or not in Hill in that area. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah there was for, for the for the last album I was on for the Levitate album that was on, wasn't it? Exactly. Old, exactly. Yeah. All right. So did did we ever meet then? Yes, we did meet in Berlin. Don't you remember? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't remember meeting in Primrose Hill. It was in no, Edwin Collins' there. studio. He took mm. us. He took me into the studio, but just me. Okay, right. Mm. Mm. So, is it is it a good record then, old guy? You have to ask Steve. But... Sorry, still munching on an olive there. That's the first time I went to the show. But we recorded spoken word stuff together as well. And that came out as Panda, Panza, Panza. All right. Okay. So. And I also did the cover for that. So I did a lot of covers, but I never really uh, credited myself for them. But now I will. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Tell everyone. Yeah. Tell everybody, yes. So. Speaking of that, I was going to ask about one of the big. Well, I mean, we'll get on to how you joined the band. So that was that was like um, what three years later was it? Maybe five years later you joined. Yeah, something like that. I think we met in '95, you know, and then 
we were we pals and things developed from there. How was it with you? I, I don't know exactly. You was- probably met through friends and then you joined, right? Yes, that's right. Well, I met, yeah. I met through my brother. <laughs> Everything I've ever done in music. Yeah, well, yes, yes. <laughs> and you were like 16, right? Yeah, I was. Yes. I mean, I only I only joined to get them out of the jam. They, the, the drummer left and they had one date left on the tour. Oh, yeah. So they only got me in for that one date, but somehow I managed to worm my way in. Gotcha. So, well, I didn't want to join the band because I had my own band that was doing yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. And... We had to record this DVD because we were really, really poor. You know, when I came over, Mark was bankrupt. Mm-hmm. I was doing well in Berlin. I, I was a promoter. I had my bands. Yeah. I did other stuff. And Mark was uh, yes. bankrupt. I don't think it was the best of times then for Mark, was it? Or for the fall, no. I don't think, when you joined. No. I mean, I worked like cleaning toilets in restaurants for, so that we have food. You know, I, we really, really had nothing because wow. I left everything behind to help yes. him. And then my mom died, you know. Mm-hmm. Just as we got married. So, but talking of which, we we built everything back up, didn't we? Certainly did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's yeah. amazing. That's quite that's quite incredible. Yeah. <laughs> because and I'm really, really, really dedicated all my love to that. You yes. know, to help. help. Well, it shows. I think. So, I think it was a remarkable achievement. Yeah. So we had to do this uh, DVD. Yeah. Um, for money. Oh yes. And it's a terrible, terrible thing because the secret records keep reissuing the same songs again and again, and we try to stop it while Mark was alive. Mm-hmm. We can't. I don't know. They're not going to show us the contract, so right. they need a keyboard player to play. And so we had this girl Ruth, and I said, okay, I can do a few songs by uh-huh. my face and stuff. But then, you know how it is, and it's like you get roped in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Right. But I mean, so that was early on when you work. dropped. What was that called, that DVD? I can't remember now. Was it the I kind of greatest? I have no idea. Live in Blackburn. Live in Blackburn, I was going to yes. say, yeah. Yes. Touch sensitive also, I don't know. I don't right, know. okay. <laughs> So um, by the time you you started recording stuff like, uh, was it Country on the Click? Was that the first album you were on? Or Real New Fall LP, it was called, wasn't it, when it finally came out? Mm. Yeah, I think so. A lot of keyboards were also played by uh, the drummer. You know, I don't know if you've met him. Have you met him, Dave? I don't know, Dave. No, I don't know. Dave Milner. Milner. Dave Milner. Dave Milner, no. You must have met met him. You must have met him. No, we haven't. He was very nice. I think he wrote a lot of songs as well, you know, at home. And, of course, Ben, who's a really good pal. And I'm really friends, um, you know, uh-huh. with the people who I'm in touch with. I haven't seen Dave again, but uh, right. I talked to Ben and I talked to the dudes, as they're called. Yes, you know, oh, I need to. But I mean, one of the things we've kind of picked up on doing this podcast is everybody seems very friendly, <laughs> considering, you know, the, the kind of reputation that the Fall House for fighting and falling out. Everyone we've spoken to has been absolutely lovely, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't speak for what you went through. You obviously, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what to say. I knew Mark then. He told me how it was being in jail in New York, and he was very upset. But you must have fallen out over something. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, well, it does tend, it does tend to upset you a bit being put in jail. I would imagine. I don't think anybody's going to be grudging being a bit upset about that. <laughs> 
But I mean, uh, it's not really. It's I don't think I don't think anybody came out of that particularly well. Did they? Do you, Steve? What did you think about that? No, but um, it, it, but you have to take it on the. It was a culmination of five really bad years, where everyone, you, yeah, and yeah. everybody was kind of at their end of the tether with everything, and that was just like the end. And people had had enough by then. But it was that wasn't just a, an isolated event. It was the built the end of a build up of years and years of trouble and cancelled gigs and all sorts. And financial mm. trouble, financial troubles, and mm. look at it this way. I mean, I'm I was lucky because I was doing quite well with my band. I was traveling and stuff. But mm-hmm. being with with the fall meant we can travel the world. Like, would you even go to New York with your band? Or, my, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm lucky because I have the, the the art world a little bit, so I can go different places. Because my music can be more uh, free. You know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Mm, so, like, I went to Australia. I would have never gone to Australia, probably, if it wasn't for the... No, no, that's Definitely not. Right. not. No, no, we're, no. We have I'm, to be grateful. Of course. Oh, we are, yeah. Massively, yeah. yeah. Massively grateful, grateful yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, really, because... Uh, very generous. I think... I know maybe you had a different experience, but I've seen him hand money to beggars. He would always help people. He would uh, donate right, yeah. money to the blind if he had, but often, of course, we had nothing. And that's where we go back to, that's why I joined that uh, yes. DVD. Because we... Yeah, of course, yeah. Really had nothing, you know. And people forget that. And Mark knew what I had sort of given up to help him. Mm-hmm. And But I think people forget that, you know? People mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Because they always think, oh, he must have been rich. It's like, what? You didn't know we didn't have any money. We really had to borrow five of us of my mates or his mom to buy cigarettes, you know, or food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't even have a TV, you know? Yeah, of course. But well, we I mean, very happy, actually. I don't think you were under, under any that illusion that Mark so was loaded after you left, Steve, were you? No, no. That, all, that was all That was all going on at the, at the end of when I left, yeah. All that financial was all building up. Mm-hmm. And I did... I did contribute to that a lot financially. Mm-hmm. It cost me a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to when you were in the band. So I, I tell, what I tell you, what I was surprised about. I was looking today. Theme from Sparta FC. <laughs> you wrote that, didn't you? But you've not got a credit on that song. There's a. We shouldn't go into this because <laughs> you know people won't believe us. But at least, well, I, I found that hard to believe. No on. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't. I mean, we, we could we could spend three hours talking about songs. Not me, but certain people not getting credit on songs. But I mean, I think a lot of that kind of worked out, didn't it? I don't. If you, well, possibly. I can't really say because I didn't really write anything anyway. But that one really stuck out for me because you wrote the words, I believe. Mm. There's a Mark Loft Greece as well, you know. Uh-huh. Um, maybe even more than me. Sorry, I have to eat more Greek salad in commemoration <laughs> of Mark. Because you can't even go now. Really upset. I cry every day. You must remember. For me, he was also. Of course, yes. Lot, and I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't presume to compare our experiences. It's a different matter. No, I'm just saying it's like really upset me that he can't. 
join us now, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I wish you two would have made up of you three, so, um, you know. But, um, yeah, Sparta. Because mm-hmm. there's, there's some really good songs on those, on those albums, like Fall Heads Roll. Have you got a good memories of that? Because that was a different lineup again, wasn't it? Because I was looking, you, you were on like three completely different lineups of band, weren't you? I suppose. Oh, yeah, well, like I love Spencer as well, you know. Yeah. Uh huh. So he's a great guy with talking, and um, I got some pets, and like for example, Darren yeah. was my friend from my teenage days because he was in Prem. Remember Prem yeah. then from Birmingham, and then we needed a guitarist. I don't know why, and. The Pubic Fringe was his band. They used to support us. Yeah. Because we were and then sort of that's how we got Pete. Right. Who might right. have Darren, who's a really good drummer. Right. Uh-huh. Because well, I mean that that the first I didn't I wasn't massively familiar with the uh, until the Fall Heads Roll album I'm quite I caught quite well but that's a great album isn't it that's a really good album it's got what about us on? there are so many hits on it I mean they're all still topical yeah. what is your favorite I think Blindness is I think is brilliant I think that's a fantastic song. <laughs> Definitely, that was Spencer's idea. Was it? That was. Was that? Am I right in saying that was on a TV ad? Blindness. It was, I think. It was in America. Yeah. Not in Europe. Right. It wasn't in Mitsubishi or something. Right. That's, yeah. So that's two that's... car adverts because the other one, um, Touch Sensitive was on a was on a car ad as well, wasn't it? Was. It was. But you don't get that much money. Anyway, no. like Spencer <laughs> had this really good idea with the baseline, which is obviously, you know, lifted. Like a little bit. And when I started playing bass, because my friend bought the bass because he was into reggae, but after a week he sort of didn't want to play anymore. So I started playing when I was 15 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, I play differently to you. I play with my thumb holding the notes down with my. Yeah. He can't, he can't play without a plectrum, Steve. He's not he's not good enough. No, no. No, 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 no. I play with a plectrum. I mean, because I had such a long bass for my friend, I couldn't reach the neck. So I had to hold the strings down with my thumb. Oh, okay. Ah, right, okay. Uh, right. Yeah, I have to say, sometimes I wish maybe I should have like played the bass in the fall, so it would have been more like your style. Mm-hmm. I don't like finger picking style, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. E- it's easy the bass, though, isn't it? Anybody can play it, can yeah. I mean, Let's face it. It's, it's, it's not like drumming, is it? <laughs> drumming is hard. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> so then, was that a good time for you, the Fall Heads Roll album? Was that a, you, things were getting a bit more back on track by then, I believe, I would think, wouldn't you? Yes, we had like the Peel session, you know, he was still alive, I think, thank yeah. God. And we had so many new songs all the time, you know, writing yes. new music at home as well. A lot of songs have never come out. I still have the tapes oh, yeah. with different things we recorded. So, yeah, I think it was a, a good time. Yeah, well, it kind of gets, that's kind of a big period because that was when the documentary was made, wasn't it then? So there's a this yeah. kind of high visibility for that lineup, I suppose. There is an, um, 
I think because it was also a different time in music. The internet existed, but we still yeah. could like, you know, um, make records the old fashioned way. We didn't have the illegal downloads and all the streaming that we have now. Mm -hmm. So we had more gigs, you know. Yeah. Doing okay. Yeah. I mean, and we were talking about the things you had to do to keep the band going. And one thing I did want to talk about, how, how you managed to keep that American tour going after losing the rest of the band. That was quite an achievement, wasn't it? That can't have been easy. Thank you. Well, I have to credit my old friend Zafi, who was traveling with us doing the, the video. He was the support group. Yeah. Also, because, you know, obviously me and Mark didn't have a credit card. So we woke up. Yep. Everything was gone. Now you know me or you don't know me, but I don't hold grudges. Uh -huh. that I called Stan and Spen that week and made up with them. You know, they yep. apologized, mm -hmm. especially Spencer's now wife, Amy. But mm -hmm. it, was, it wasn't easy, obviously. I don't know if you've been to Arizona. I have. Yes. It's <laughs> very, very hot. We had no yes. money. Obviously, we didn't have a vehicle. You can't just take a train or something. Without a credit card, you're nothing. Yeah. And Zafi got us a car. We went to the supermarket. We stocked up and then we stayed with a brother of uh, the founder of Nana. Right. Shaheen's brother. Okay. And then we had a gig in uh, San Diego. And it was like magic. We drove down the road. We see those three dudes. We immediately get on love each other. I went to buy batteries with Tim. I think we start playing and then we did the first gig that night. And then we went, I think, to Pomona. It was great. It was such a happy time. That's amazing. So, that's it. And that's did you did you never feel like cancelling it? No? Did you No. No, because did, did... life always shows you something else. I mean meeting the dudes was also amazing. Yeah. yeah no? Of course. Such great people wow. and I'm, I'm sure if it wasn't for the distance, we mm -hmm. would have made more records. Like Ofeo is doing great things. Tim always has good music. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, Rob has a studio now in Texas, and he just brought out some film music. So it's more yeah. like my style, you know, mm -hmm. doing different things. Yes. Always doing something new. Mm -hmm. And they were such good people, you know. Yeah. Uh, so how long how long did so, so was it just logistics that stopped that band continuing because it can't have been can't have been the most convenient thing in the world to have three of the band in the USA and two of you in the UK yeah especially with visas and stuff I mean Orfeo had a second passport like a French passport uh -huh. uh, but you know how it is yeah paperwork. so if they came over let's say we had a gig in Spain they came over just for that gig or just for a gig in Norway yeah it is a bit far. And I remember we went to Norway. It was the first day when you couldn't travel with your liquids. Yes. Things ah, like right. that, you know. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> air travel got harder and harder. Yes. Over the years. So it was like more paperwork and more visa stuff. And mm -hmm. it, I think it was logistics. Otherwise, who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh huh. Yeah. But I mean. And you. Sorry, I was going to say it, it did work out for the the best, didn't it? In a way, because the, the kind of imperial wax lineup is probably probably one of the I most disagree. successful lineups. I disagree. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. But why why didn't you come back or talk to Mark? <laughs> I wasn't asked. <laughs> what? 
Why didn't I come back? Yeah. Oh, like talk to him or something. I don't know. May I ask? Well, too too many bad things had happened between us, I think. I have never fallen out with anybody, so I don't know how that is, you know. I'm mm. friends with my friends always forever. Like Yeah, well I mean it's just one of those things. And I mean I I I was never in a position to go back anyway. I'd been gone for whatever monkey's yeah, years. But um I don't I yeah. think there was too much gone on for Steve and Mark to ever yeah. start working again, I think. I'm not, not to say, you know, it's who, whose fault it is or anything else. I think it, it it was just too much, wasn't it, I think, Steve? Yes, yeah. Honestly, if I went into it, you'd probably if I went into it more, you'd probably understand but there was too too many things that happened that uh, made it impossible sad it's sad what can we do i wish yeah. i just wish he was here now and um uh he could tell you something about his times in athens like yes. how he saw the minotaur or he played here you must have been there maybe even you paul i don't remember the lineup but my cousin has shown me pictures when you played very early 80s here was nick cave some festival and there was oh, yes. yeah. on the yeah, street yeah. yeah that was great man that was so what was great. that man it, See? it was nick nick cave yeah yeah uh, new, new order, order yeah and the four on three three nights in like a stadium oh right yes i was there yes yeah. sorry you were there yeah <laughs> yeah you were there i saw the photo so how was it tell me guys how was it what did you do that was a really really a pretty amazing weekend it was it was what? we got we did all headlined one night each so uh-huh. New Order did the no New Order did the Sunday I think the right. birthday party did was it birthday party Friday or Saturday New Order Sunday I think Steve mm-hmm. not sure I'm sure somebody will be able to tell us but um, yeah my, sure my main memories of it is because it was so successful the promoter took us all out to this massive disco in Greece which I've never seen yeah. anything like it and he insisted on buying us Uzo all night <laughs> and consequently the next day was the worst probably one of the worst <laughs> feelings I've ever had in my life and if I ever if I ever smell oh, Uzo again it would be too soon yeah <laughs> oh. but, it was a big video. I bet no you know how Greece is very um, avant-garde regarding music but they always also have very loyal fans here but yeah. you never knew where they would be like I'd go for a meal with Mark and they'd be like no 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 it's on the house it's on the house you know it's an honor so I went out the other day here with some techno producers yeah. but lots of people approached us and like obviously uh false and so you can never tell that is one thing I think is often overlooked is the false fans that write to me or that I meet uh mm-hmm. usually uh, young people, you know, maybe under 20. Yeah. Uh, a lot right. of girls, a lot of people in countries like Turkey or Poland or so where we didn't necessarily go. Uh, most of the people I meet are queer. Not necessarily all of them are European mm-hmm. or white. And that is something that I think uh, people in England have such a UK-centric view of fall fans. Yeah. It was the same with John Peel when uh, I remember being on a ferry here with my friends and listening to John Peel in Greece. You could listen to the fall and John Peel all over the world. 
Right. So right. it's not a UK thing and it's not a white people thing. Right, that's, that's interesting. That, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not something that you necessarily think of that, you know, they're kind of seen as like a one of those kind of white sort of English rock bands, aren't they, to a, to a lot of people, certainly in England, you'd say. Yeah, but we have to remember that all over the world it made such an impact. Uh, so many people write to me. Um, yeah. And I meet them or I know them, you know. Um, so I think that's something that needs to be said as well, you know. Yeah. I think it's 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 kind of surprised me since Mark's death just yeah. how influential... It's kind of become more... People have come out with it more, how influential the fall were. It's kind of taken me by surprise. I don't know about you. Um, well, he will probably say, you don't know what you have to you <laughs> lose. It. He also likes to talk about the two-year gap when people start missing something, you know. Yes, they want to come back yes. he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but especially he lost Greek, uh, everything more than me. He would say... And he says that actually at the beginning of the Glastonbury gig we did. Yeah. It means I'm a stupid right. English person. <laughs> really <laughs> thought. He also supported Greece in the football. Did he? So I still find it weird when English people actually support England or like Germans support Germany or so. Like yeah. I find it odd to support your own. It's like a bit nationalist, you know, like... Ooh. And then you get into arguments like, no, it's patriotic. And like, mm. right. So he would take um, a marker pen and make a Greek flag and put it in the window and press it to, right. to make sure that everybody knows that he's supporting Greece. Okay. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know he didn't support no. England. Well. <laughs> no. Oh, what is this in the background? Do you have pets? Is it bird? What? I can hear like... Sound, bird sounds do you have any pets? Me? No, no, no pets, me. <laughs> how's the cat? I was going to ask you, how's the new cat? Oh, how do you know? Um, you told yeah, me the other day, so you told me you got a new cat. He, she's so lovely. I love her so much. You know. <laughs> did you know Frau, Mark's cat? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. How long did that cat live? Dead. Well, pardon? She lived to 23. To 23. Wow. Good God. Yeah. I didn't know that was yeah, possible. I know. She was a very special kid. Well, she'd have to be to live to 23. I used to stay I, I used to stay at his flat and look after the cats when he was Really? Away. Tell us more. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, cats, would, how uh, many were there? I was two. Yeah. Frau and the other one. You can't leave it there. I, I thought can't. you looked after them. I can't remember. I did, but I can't. Okay, it was a long time ago. How did you call him in for the tea if you can't remember his name? I could remember it then. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for asking about the new cat. I've been feeding the, the stray cats here, and people are really looking after them. So every day you see them with fresh water and like fresh food. So that's really nice to see. So I, yeah. so I think you know sometimes I, think I should have gotten a new cat after Frau went, but we were always traveling, you know. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but now I feel I should have gotten another kitten. That'd be nice. Right. So where were we? What was the last album Mark we did? I loved animals so much. Your future, our clutter. Was that what? Was, well, that was with the the new lineup, was it? The Imperial Wax kind of lineup. 
Yeah, that's also a good record, I think. It is. Um, so uh, I, th- I think um, that lineup. You, I think we, we've discussed this briefly before. You're not quite as what's the word enthusiastic about that lineup as I thought you might be because you you think the dudes were a better band, do you? Do you think? Because they allowed more of like a silence as well for Mark's words to come through. Right. Like you know, I, I like how they all play and all that, but it was too rocky. For me, like yes. you have songs like Patty C. Flout, which go loud and then they go quiet and then there's space for words or, or yeah. Mark will sink us or, you know, um, things like that where it's like not always the symbols or so, you know, so mm-hmm. you can hear the words yeah. more. Yeah. So we had songs like this, like Weather Report or so, where there is quiet bits. Mm, but you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. <laughs> They've never been big on my radar. Weather report, I have to say, it's a bit too jouse for me. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you have to remember a lot of these songs started out. I wrote them more like techno or dancehall songs, yes. but then guitar was put on top, and then the character changed like, right, from yeah. a dancehall reggae song also into like a goth rock. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? It's still good. Yeah. I mean, it's I an interesting thing that whole thing of what you what someone brings in and how it ends up. I think, yeah, in the fall, it, was, it never turns out how you expect it to, does it? No, right. but I love collaborating. Like I always work with yeah. other people. That's that that the best thing about it. Yeah. yeah, and that's what lockdown. Now we've been sending files to each other, but slowly we can meet again, and then. Um, yeah. Not maybe be in the same room, but at least be outdoors together. And maybe mm-hmm. So, um, when do you think you'll be back up on? Do you think that you'd be doing normal gigs again? Are you looking forward to that, or is it kind of more kind of museumy kind of stuff you're doing, like exhibitiony? Mm. I think you know maybe next year. It depends on how it goes with this new mutations and all this. Yeah. Because yeah. yes. nobody can say what will happen. I think we'll be in lockdown again. Probably. I read something about in Germany. Well, I'm not ruling it out here, to be honest. No, no, me neither. Mm. We never know. School's opening again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, definitely the museum type things allow us for more uh, freedom to not have a song structure. So I do a lot of things that are. More like spoken word. Yeah. That was Ellen Dunn. Yeah. He's from Liverpool. So and you, you, is that one? Sniffing Dogs is a band I do with Austin Collins and the amazing right, okay. guitar player from the Sea. I don't know, Mark loved Liverpool bands and they're from the Wirral. Oh, no, no um, they're, on, they're not real Liverpoolians from the Wirral. They're only playing at it. They're country company. I know. Don't start with that rule. I follow several <laughs> Liverpool <laughs> meme accounts. I am well aware of them. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite account is Indigo Kidder. Right, okay. Uh, I'll look for that. Uh, yeah, it's a, a meme account from Liverpool. It's very fun. Right, um, okay. No, but, you know, I don't know if you've listened to Bomb Sniffing Dogs, and we played live. And uh, I think best club in the world, the White Hotel. We're sort of the house band of the White Hotel in Manchester. Have you been? No, I haven't. Have you been today? To the White Hotel, I think I have, yes. Yeah, in Salford, yeah. Yeah. But so they're slowly went... opening again, you know. Right. Yeah. Can I just take a moment to confirm the name of that band? Bum Sniffing Dogs, is that right? 
Bomb sniffing dogs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Did hear right? I did hear right. You know who wrote <laughs> so, uh, but, the biography with Mark, and then Natalie Curtis is doing photos. Right. She's uh, in store. Then we have Sophie Slade Johnson also contributing with vocals and words. Uh, as am I. And yep. we have so many people doing remixes and working with us, but I'm super happy to play with everybody together. But as of now, of course, we cannot all meet. Yeah. So check that out. Well, 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 yeah. Camp. Definitely. Thank you. So the other one thing I did want to ask you about was the otherwise, which um, Graham was kind enough to send me a copy of that. It's great. And I think your introduction's really good. Uh, that kind of shows a different side to Mark that you, we don't see very often. That that he, he had a great way of watching TV, didn't he? It was so much fun. I mean, it, it was never a down moment. And we always make sure that people will be happy and entertained and that he always made me laugh and every day so special, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such a trivial thing like watching a film or the news. He would just make fun or um, mimic something or he would record something and then he would make something out mm-hmm. of it. Like, let's say the um, digital TV gets stuck and there's yeah. like a weird sound and immediately would record it and it'd be on a song. But also in private, you know, he would mimic people, actors, make fun, make sure you feel good. And he yeah. always did this for everybody. But you know, when you're with somebody every day, maybe you sort of take it for granted. Yes. And mm. I have a lot of friends that I love very deeply. And like the friend I'm here with, and uh, in, in essence, he makes me laugh after 30 years, you know, with good pals. Mm-hmm. But Marcos is especially sweet like that. And I think... Um, people forget how he went through great lengths to make people feel good, especially on tour, even when he was feeling sick. Yes. He often felt sick. You know? Of course, yeah. Right. I mean, we've, mm. we, we've discussed it, but I mean, it's not really our place to go into any of that. It's not none of, none of our business, really, about Mark's illness. But, I mean, what we could say is it's amazing that he carried on as long as he did, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, just like every day, you know, he was cast, sick, he was uh, snow blind, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, really on tour, you always catch some cold or flu, or you know how it is if you're yes. traveling. Yeah. Like somebody yeah. has a toothache, there's no dentist, and somebody like bangs their leg, oh, you know, he broke his leg or whatever. Yeah. So things were wrong. But it's a great, great book, and I wish. Um, Somebody would have made it into a film or a series. Yeah. And he would have still seen it because you know how he loved Philip K. Dick. And I think it was during your first American tour where then second when Blade Runner came out and Philip K. Dick didn't live to see it. Yeah. But he was supposedly also a false fan. I thought. What was that? Um Sorry, can you hear me? That yes. Philip Kiddick also was a false man. Mark always told me that. All right. Mm. And okay. so it's so sad, but I hope that when people read the book, they can make their own images and imagine how Mark would have seen it, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think Graham Duff would love to make it into a real. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. It's never going to happen, is it? It's, it's still possible. I think it's possible. It's possible. It'd be lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Right. Yeah, it's a great, great, great book, and like I'm trying to also do different things in Mark's world. Like yeah. people approach me about lyric books, and I would love to do a book with art, mm. where people who are inspired by folk songs. Yes. So their paintings or collages or photos, because so yeah. many artists I meet. <laughs> Sense, you know, yeah, so the energy they receive, maybe they can show us, yeah, something in return. Do you think that'd be nice? I mean, it's, it would, I mean, it yeah. is a mark of Mark's work and the fall. How many other artistic disciplines he kind of influenced? I mean, you, I mean, even Grace and Perry, you know, or and um, Michael yeah. Clark, it's, it's quite, it's quite amazing, really, the influence he had, I think. So many, so many artists, and I meet new ones every day. Like I said, where you never think, and young ones, not old, yeah. only old ones. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be a good way to do books. Yeah. Um, in, in that way, because he liked the fantastic and yes, yeah, of course. <laughs> so you, you seem to are you have you come to terms with it now? You're quite happy to look back at the fall, or is it, it doesn't, it's not a painful memory for you, is it? I don't think. It's very painful. Is it? Yeah. Well, you certainly gave a good account of yourself. I hope we didn't. I hope we haven't <laughs> made brought up any painful memories or made you feel. Yes, I hope so. No, I, I just wish he was here and he could eat um, the food he so liked. You know. Of course. Yeah. Yes, of course. I wish okay. He could drink the wine, and maybe one day you can come back to Athens and enjoy. Yeah, uh, you know. Well, then may I ask you for a food memory you can share with me, with Mark, because he ate uh, also in a very peculiar way, very passionate. Wasn't a, to be fair, there wasn't a lot of eating. <laughs> you must have eaten. We did eat. Uh, we did eat. I, I think. The- Big memory for he had a great he did have a great sense of humour of him. He was a very yeah. very funny guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can remember laughing like oh yeah. <laughs> Not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But you don't remember eating anything, not even like a marathon bar, whatever they call. <laughs> <laughs> I think I ate the old marathon bar when I was in the fall, I think, yeah. 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 Cup of tea, something. I don't know, did you just eat with him once, maybe? Well, I did did eat with him lots of times. He used to like a he used to like a nice English breakfast. Yeah. We were in hotels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We shared a lot of those. (laughs) You were never up in time for breakfast. We were. (laughs) 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 But nice nice to speak to you. Yes, you too. Great to speak to you. Yeah, yeah. It's so nice Thank to you. Hope I can see you last. Yes. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And um, good luck on all your future endeavours. I hope they all work out. Yeah, I hope absolutely. Work out there soon. Thank you so much. Take okay. care. Okay. Take care, Alan. Thanks for joining us this week on All Brother. Episode three will be with you in two weeks, albeit well. Please follow us on Twitter, at Our Brother Show, at HamleyPA and at Stephen Hamley 6 with a PH. 
You can subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or RSS, so you'll never have to miss an episode. And while you're at it, you might want to check out our books, The Big Midweek, Leave the Capital, and Have a Bleeding Guess, available from Root Publishers or all good bookstores. Hope to see you again soon, and remember, if you're driving, take your car. Ta-da!